This is how it's going to start. Welcome. Get started. Get in. Sit down. Settle in. Go sideways. Wiggle the house into a brick zone. This is it. The podcast has started. Hi, it's me, Jason Pepperhouse, also known as Kevin Tipcorn, sometimes also known as Johnny Pemberton, here on Live to tape, the podcast of the name I just said, also sometimes known as Live to Tap or Live to Tap Bay, here on the Executive Buffet, where Daddy's big red truck never, ever backs up. This is a big, a big red, crusty, rusty, but strong steel red truck that doesn't have a reverse gear. If you get stuck and forward, you're going to have to get a bunch of kids from like a weird Montessori school to strap some fucking ropes on this truck and pull it out of wherever it got stuck okay that's where we are right now thanks for being here i love having you here i love that you uh play this podcast live and loud to your aging parents in a car that they they can't figure out how to turn it down i love when you do that when you're going to get the christmas tree do that for me in memory of this which is not a memory yet because we're in it right now what else do I got for you? Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and do all that stuff. I love that when you do that. It makes me feel good. If you have any issues or uh, technical problems, please email us at live to tape podcast at gmail.com. That's live to tape podcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and strap an email to that, and we'll put it in the pocket and... Uh, filter it and send it back out through your uh, wherever it came from. If you're in New York City, I'm doing shows right now. I've got random shows. Just check out my social medias. I'll tell you about it right there. Right there. There. Okay. What else? That's it. This is a great podcast today. This is a two-parter special. Two-parter special today with one of my, oh, what a great guest. John Daly. You know him. You love him. An amazing comedian. One of the most hilarious character actors I've ever met. A pleasure to know him as a friend. And this is a very special podcast. So this is sort of a rundown. John and I had a very, 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 very cool, unique experience together in South Africa on what they like to call safari. And we're breaking it down here. This is a two-parter. Honestly, this could be a three-parter. I'll have him back probably even before the year ends to just Get down, because I realized after we recorded this, there's so much stuff we forgot. So we got to do it again. Here it is. John! My God. Oh, my God. It's such a great thing. It's ridiculous. I fucking love this. This is great. (laughs) The mic neck. Oh, my God. I can't think. The packaging is the best for it. Is it called the mic neck? It's called the mic neck. It's patent pending. You get it at I think Amatron or some like some place in uh, Hollywood that sells um that sells like a, it's a camera rental house. You know what right, I mean? right. Yeah. This is like I can't wait to see like the first rapper use one of these. Yeah, just yeah. Hold on, let me hook up my mic neck. I've used just it a couple like times. Hands shows. free. See, that's the problem. Oh, see. Yeah, there you go. It's that's not, why they need to fix this. This is why the patent is pending. Well, they need to have a little yeah. screw thing here to screw it. There's a screw, but it's it needs plastic, to be a big. Though. Right. Yeah. You might you might have to forego it. They, n- forego they need to it. go to they, they need to go to Shark Tank and be like, look, Hi. Mark, uh, Damon, I, I think who'd be best for this? Like, no, but you uh, and me. Be, Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm also John. Hey, I'm John. Hey, I'm also Hi. John. Hi, I'm also John. Sharks, we've got an idea that we stole from a place in L.A. Hi, Sharks. We got an idea that we kind of stole, but no, who's looking, right? High five. Yeah, we're still <laughs> looking for a pe- Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I want to put... We're in matching outfits. Yeah. I got to get the Shark Tank song going right now. That would be the best. Dun, dun, dun. 
That's the best of the Wait, you're you're doing a Shark Tank song? I am gonna pull it up right now. I can bum, do it. Bum, 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 bum. Boom. Let's see. Next shark. in the tank is John and John. They've got an idea for a microphone thing that goes around your neck. It's awkward and weird, but it works. <laughs> yo, yo, I got the yo, mic neck around my neck. My hands yo. free. See what I can be with my boy named John and his friends Johnny. Yo. What's up, Damon? What's up, Lori? Mr. Who Wonderful. wants to invest in our thing? Lori. Mr. Wonderful, you want to give me a fucking uh, royalty? Lori. Mr. Wonderful with the royalty. Lori, you're so busy looking good. You don't have time to use your hands for anything but looking good. That's right. Mark, you got a lot of basketball on your mind. But what if when the clowns come out in the halftime thing at the Mavericks thing, they don't have to hold the mic and they can be funny with their hands too, just like me and John right now. Hey, Mark, how's it? I can't do it anymore. This Mark song is so long. Bum, 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 Mr. Wonderful, bum, bum, you love toast, but you ever had crazy toast? <laughs> Damon, you seem mean, but I want to work with you. <laughs> For some reason, I've arrived at you. Damon, you hate me, but I'd love to take your money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, Mark. We all want to work with you or Lori. Those are the best ones. Hi. Hi, Mr. Wonderful. We're a company called Stolen Valor. Hey, we're John and John, and we just want to make it clear. Robert, we don't want to work with you. Other sharks. Barbara, when we were in the military together, we came up with this idea. <laughs> we were killing people in Afghanistan. We thought, what would be the best way to make a lawn business work? We call it lawn crazy. First, we tried to make coffee thermoses out of bullets. <laughs> <laughs> but we forgot to take the gunpowder out of them, and it led to some crazy accidents. And the third John is dead. This is a tribute to him. This is a tribute to him. These are called these are called neck Johns. You know about Bottle Breacher? That's no. Like the, that's like the famous Shark Tank one, where it is a bullet. It's a huge fucking tank round or some sort of a 50 cal round, yeah. and they make it into a... Uh, it's a um, Are you serious? A bottle opener. Yeah, it's famous Shark oh Tank thing. Oh, my God. Some veterans made it, but it's also something you can't travel with because it's literally a, a spent... It's uh, a round? Yeah, it's a round. It's a spent piece of ammunition. Wow. Bottle breacher. Yeah. It's bottle breacher. We There's a lot of spent rounds in the military, and we fill them with coffee. And here's the thing. Here's <laughs> a bullet. Bottle breacher. Drink out of. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I'll just type bottle. in bottle breacher. Bottle breacher. Bottle breacher. Hey, John Deli, welcome Get to the Get the hell out of here, you little bottle breacher. Yeah, Get we, got, the hell <laughs> we got ourselves a little bottle breacher up in here. Look at this shit. Oh there it is. God. See? Bottle breacher. The bottle. Oh, it is just a bullet. It's a bullet. It's a bullet. See, that... it says number one dad on it. You got to cater to dad. Oh, my God. But and it there's, yeah. is a spent round, so I think like there's not issues with the bottle breacher because... It is, but it's something that you could fill. Like if you really wanted to shoot a bullet or something, like you could fill that with black powder and and I guess make it you, into a usable bullet. If you were a psycho, if you were a true dedicated psycho, which I feel like all psychos are dedicated, right? Yeah, you could probably you could probably do something crazy with it. Yeah, you kick some ass. We got to make shit out of spent rounds. It's like yeah, the the military day. They have a military episode of Shark Tank every. I every, think every episode every military. season. They do? Well, they have one that's all oh. military people. They have a lot of military people right. on who are just like, I'm trying to, you know, get my sanity back by, you know, getting on After this After I tried to kill myself for the 14th time. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I decided to get into a hamster wheel business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent my life savings. Uh, have you quit your job and um, degraded yourself thoroughly and isolated yourself? Yes, yes. I have. Thank you, Sharks. It's already. <laughs> have you humiliated yourself to everyone in your life? Yes, I have. Okay, you're ready. <laughs> you're ready for for the tank. Yeah, you're ready to for come the and tank. swim with the fucking sharks. I do That's love right. the show though. I do. Oh, I watch love it, it every single Saturday morning. You it's do? Like, it's like my Saturday morning cartoons. Me and me and uh, Natalie w- w- oh watch God, it. Oh my God, that's so cool! Every Saturday morning, it's like, oh, we're Shark Tank, and when there's not an episode, there's like palpable weirdness in the house. So, I so when does it record? It's not Saturday mornings. You just happen to. No, it it's it. I think premieres on Friday nights, so okay. it's not on Hulu. 
until and I, and I do know this 2 a.m. on <laughs> on uh, Friday morning, uh, Saturday night, Friday morning. Did you ever jump it? You ever jump the shark? Uh, yes, we've stayed up late and come home and been like, let's fucking let's devour Shark Tank now instead of waiting, because um, we do love it so much. And now it's like I feel like there's like occasionally there's one where I'll I do zone out. I zone out because I'm just like uh like I'm on my phone a little bit. But yeah, sometimes there's some stuff that brings me back like. It's become like it used to be Shark Tank used to be genuinely like the guys would. And I think this was Mr. Wonderful's role was to be mean. Yeah. And be like, you're an idiot. Get I like the hell Mr. out of He's here. He's my favorite one. He's my favorite one. He's the one I would like to if he like you can tell who has money yeah. to burn and who doesn't like Robert doesn't have any Which money. Was, oh, Robert's the guy. Robert's the yeah. handsomest one. He's got a lot of money. Yeah. He's got enough money to race cars and stuff. He's got a crazy life. Right. But he doesn't have a billion. He doesn't have like this all this extra money, so he rarely bets on things. Really, I I mean that's that. I can only assume it's yeah. because he's not as rich Probably. as like oh Barbara Corcoran, you know, like or someone like that. What's Barbara rich from? Corcoran real estate. She's oh. like crazy balls. Oh, uh, she's got she's uh, got tons of assets. She's got tons of assets. Uh, very few uh, um, uh, liabilities. She's uh, lovely. And they put a lovely filter on her when they shoot Shark Tank. I don't want to, that's negative. I don't want to be negative because I love Barbara. I also did say something about military veterans committing suicide, which is a legit terrible problem. It's a terrible yes. problem. Military veterans, we hope the that you The government is causing it, though. The government is causing it. Yeah. The, and the NFL. The NFL. Oh, the NFL. The football players. I right. mean, you're just, you're, it's a maniac machine. True, but the game is so good. It's so good. You just got into it. Yeah, I got into it about two years ago, and now I'm really into it. Right. Now into the, the Vikings Vi are winning this yeah. right now. They're on a winning streak. Oh, yeah. It's going to end. I was telling Britt that last night where it's like a thing where the reason that it's so exciting right now to be a Vikings fan is because we all know it's going to end. Right. We know that they're not going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're, yeah. not even, they're not even going to win the playoffs because the fucking Eagles are right. in the playoffs, and they're the best team of all time right now. So Well, it's not. let's be clear. It's not the playoffs yet. Anything no. can happen. Anything can happen. It's still a lot can <laughs> My happen. My team, the Steelers, oh, yeah. they always are like 0-6, oh, and, six, and then they, they pick beat, it up mid-season. Who did they just beat today? Yesterday, um, they beat someone they shouldn't have beat. They beat like the fucking Yesterday, they Bucks, weirdly built the bu uh, beat the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, poor yeah. Brady. Brady's just falling apart. Yeah, well, he's uh, Giselle, the... Yeah. Very solid relationship he was in. I think she kind of built him. You know, she's like his uh, foundation. Yeah, she's definitely. Just, she tells him what to eat. She gets him on the vitamins. She's probably got him like a schedule, a, a sleep schedule. Yeah, he's, everything. He's by the way, he just he gets you a good woman. You never have to think a day in your life. Yeah. they do all the stuff for you. Right. And Giselle turns out she's good, despite having the first uh, part of her name is Jizz. <laughs> Uh, Giselle. So what's it like? The first part of your name is, in fact, Jizz. Was that weird growing up? You were also a model, right? And you're married to Tom Brady. But the first part of your name is Jizz. The thing I always notice about you is that your first part of your name is Jizz. Did that suck even in Brazil or wherever you're from? Uh, no, we have no word for Jizz because it is a common thing for... <laughs> sex is not weird there. Yeah, so the word for Jizz in Brazil is Bunchen. <laughs> oh, really? That's your last name, but it never came up. Jizzy Giselle. <laughs> Bunchen. Jizz, Jizz. Bunchen on my face. Hi. Uh, yes, it, that's what drove me to model because I am... Uh, <laughs> I am actually Israeli. I am Gal Gadot. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am loving to do acting for you. We must do acting shows in the West Bank with guns. Yes, we come to West Bank. We sing Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> we sing Imagine the West Bank as we are. And we have it playing out the front of the bulldozer. Yeah. Speaking of apartheid, right? <laughs> we just did. Oh, we, we just, just experienced. We just went deep. to SA. We yes. went to South Africa. We were, in, uh, we were in South Africa. And this is your second. This is like your second time. Second time, much better time, I think. Second time's oh, a good. charm. Good, yeah. We we had a lot of fun. Oh my god, yeah. It was uh, it was both stressful and fun. We packed it in. Yeah, we packed it packed in. It in hardcore. We went to Namibia together, right? Uh, to shoot. A thing. Something, yeah, uh, and an then Amazon TV show, a TV show, and then we, and then me and you, we went on safari. We did, yeah, and it's a, I kept wow. telling myself I wasn't going on safari, but then it's like you are, you're not, you're doing it, you're right? Doing the thing without the article in front of it, you're not going on a safari, 
You got? Are you going on safari? Are you going on safari? I say, Jen, uh, Jen, so you're going on safari? Uh, 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 wonderful. Speak yes, we're going to s- colonize uh, a small speak area. Speak to my man, Gamal. He will he- set you up quite, he'll put you away quite readily. Right. Well, you bought a pith helmet and an elephant gun for this. Yeah, I did. I yeah. bought it. They wouldn't let me through customs with it, which is a big problem. So they have it now, but, but they're just going right. to resell it, so... But they did. They did uh, let you keep all the leopards you killed. Uh huh. Yeah. All the leopards I killed. Which you know, you're, I, here's the thing about the killing the leopards. I paid a fifty thousand dollars American each for those leopards. So that's all going back into the community. Yeah. That's all going back to the warlords. Oh, good. So, yeah. The community of <laughs> warlords. The warlord yeah. community is very tight. It's like the NFL owners association. They, you know, they. they uh, they stick together. Yeah, they, they work closely back. with the Red Cross and <laughs> yes, uh, cancer charities. Yes, and, yes. Um, the cancer charity is the big thing. Oh, they take out every month. They take out seventeen dying women to dinner to one of the nicest restaurants in Minneapolis. Yeah, and they, and, you know, and they circumcise them and, and then they, they kill them. And they give them. They give these cancer ladies a great dinner. Yeah, it's a great dinner, and then they discard them. Some of the some of the C team players will be there pulling out seats for them. And they're going to load up their car with toilet paper and give them all the stuff they need to finish off the rest of their month of life. So but it's a real then they charity. they replace their chemo with Gatorade. That's true. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Powerade in our situation is Powerade. They think, well, it depends on if it's East Coast or West Coast. But, yeah. They, um, uh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. They, they, uh, we, we went. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm hosting the show, so I'll let you. No, you should. It. But um, we went to. Uh, it was crazy because, like, let we. I've known you for about a right. decade. Yeah, I wouldn't say more. we were. I'd say we were friends, but uh, I, I wouldn't say like go on vacation no, together. No, definitely friends. not. It was sort of like and a, a happy I found, accident, really. Yeah, it was a happy accident, and then I found like, oh wow, we like vacation together really <laughs> well because it could have gone any way. Like two actors, like I don't know. I knew you weren't a psycho. I mean, you're, right. you're, and and, and and I was like, you know, thank God this guy's not a psycho. I have to go to you know Kruger Park, South yeah. Africa, and see the animals with him. But yeah, then we had so much fun, and I felt no stress, and I could have, I could have done two weeks of that. Oh, it was so. I don't know if I could have done two. Well, weeks. just because of where we were, it was it Maybe was the harsh. last place I could have done two weeks. The last place we went to two, so we went to two hotels. Uh, one was good, you know. When when we went yeah. there, I was like, "This is very good." Right. But the other one, it was, was just the most five star place I've ever in any country I've been to. My entire life, the most yeah. the most uh, wonderful, exp- the classic case of what you're experiencing. It's not so much what you experience; it's what you don't experience. Yeah. There's it's seamless. There's that thing where oh, this is what mega rich people deal with. Is there's just there's no disturbance at all. There's no like. Bumps. Everything no, is. Yeah. Everything is. Oh, yeah. Just take it. Yeah. <laughs> everything is just no bumps. That's the yeah. entire lifestyle thing. Is everything is the path has been cleared before you, and you think that you are clearing the path. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's that they crazy make you think shit. that you're. Yeah. Good call. Good call. So, there. but yeah. I mean, but I, we 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 ran out of nights at this one place, and we had to find another place. And even so though we, we were technically like, didn't actually. That's the we, thing, because oh, when, I, when I tried to book right, it, because right. I booked it kind of last minute. We booked this thing super last minute. Listeners, this was very last minute. So we decided, it's we made a minute. commitment. We told the travel coordinator of this TV show that we're going to stay an extra, what, four nights? Yeah. Before flying home. And once we did that, the tickets were, you know, they rearranged them for us. And so we were, we were priced in. We were stuck. We had to stay. Yeah, we were we, priced in. But we didn't have any place to go yet, because we were so... Busy being so fucking jet lagged and working, we didn't have time. Also, having almost no internet except for at the hotel. Even then, it was like, like very slow. Right, Namibia is not great with the <laughs> Wi-Fi access. Namibia um, is one of the most uh, like non-accessible places I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah, totally. Namibia was really like it was like we had to take a charter plane in. Yeah, um, it was very. Uh, it's just it's rough. I'm sorry, Namibia. I'm sorry. It's right. Like parts of it, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. But it's like a lot of like it's rough stuff. But Big, we also went yeah. to a very uh, we did not go to the capital. We went to that tiny little no. town. Oh, yeah. Different. We weren't in Windhoek. No, the capital. Windhoek. Windhoek. I always love saying that because it reminds me of the episode of Ren and, Ren and Stempy where <laughs> Ren's cousin's name is Hoik. Oh, right. Hoik. Hoik. Well, isn't his last name Hoik? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Is it Ren Hoik? Ren Hoik. Yeah. Ren. Hoik. Yeah. Ren. So, maybe <laughs> 
Vendhoek. It's like Renhoek. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's Vindhoek. Vindhoek. Windhoek. Vindhoek. Um, and we but were we were in Luderitz, which is South Namibia on the coast. Nothing. Tiny little dinker nothing. town. Nothing there at all. And rough stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, uh, yeah, you can walk the whole town in about a half an hour. And um, probably no crime there. I bet. I bet there's almost no crime. Really? I bet like it's pretty low key. The crime. Oh, I bet okay. It's like uh, petty stuff. Like uh, right. Some someone gets beat up, or like uh, someone steals some chips or something like that. It I seems, can't. Yeah, I didn't see so small. I didn't really get a read on it. It is like a. It's a village, basically, yeah. is what they call it. Um, it's got German buildings and German churches. It's very old. It was. Uh, it was colonized and like uh, uh i'm making this up completely but by around the turn of the century the turn of the 20th is it century that old is that new really i thought it was uh, older than that well Should oh really when did the when did the german uh friendly the colonizers i'm sure they were friendly and go- cool about yeah so they're it. just super cool it wasn't at all um, they just, super hairy and rough and nasty yeah and they didn't just want diamonds they wanted to live there forever uh and uh not just get the diamonds that were there and get the f out I don't know here. It says that it was, um, well, it's probably pretty damn old, but I don't know. This Wikipedia is not telling me anything right off the bat. For the listeners, we're in uh, the internet right now. Yes. Uh, so imagine yourself in a world of cyberspace. Imagine yourself. Um, wait, you need some music for that? Imagine yourself see, this is a classic. in a world of cyber tr- cyberspace. Imagine you're with a computer. www.whereareyounow.com WTF WTF www.wtf What the fuckers The Moody Blues meets Blues Travelers here live at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, I went down to the crossroads. The crossroads is an important. Yeah. Listen, it's the crossroads is an important element of blues culture. Yes, so it's the crossroads a, is where Robert where Johnson sold his soul to the devil to get skills of being a bluesman. Yeah, well, it was the crossroads were. Um, it was Jazz Avenue and Blue Street. Yeah, and Jazz <laughs> Avenue. That's where he oh met my the God. devil. He met the devil. We have to make shirts that say that. <laughs> it's got Jazz Avenue and Blue Street. That's where the crossroads were. And right. say you are here. Yeah. That's where the magical uh, Robert Johnson, who never actually existed, um, right. uh, met Ralph Macchio. And Kenny Wayne Shepard. <laughs> I love talking about Kenny Wayne Shepard, man. Kenny Wayne is just like, he's like the, I feel like he's like a blues... Um, Wait, who's Kenny Wayne Shepard? Oh, he's this blues guy. He's one of those guys, where, when they have a blues event, like a Riverside blues thing in whatever shit town in the Midwest, they have right. it. He's the guy, he's like a, a go-to, oh... If we, if we could get Kenny Wayne, that would be really cool. Right, right, yeah. Ooh, if we could get Kenny Wayne Shepherd, oof. He is just nonstop, always touring, always doing blues. He's like the more accessible Johnny Lang, kind of. I don't know who that is either. But Johnny it, Lang is Is he uh, like Stevie Ray Vaughan kind of thing? Yes, yeah. sort, of, sort of like a Stevie Ray Vaughan minus the Coke and minus the drinking, I think. I think he's kind of a... Maybe taller, too? Stevie Ray Vaughan's 5'4". Taller, taller, long, blonde hair, <laughs> just like... Okay. It's just classic shit rock blues, like yeah. uh, Stratocaster, you butt know, blues, just like white guy. D- 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 but but also kind of virtuoso, really tears it up. Um, your commitment to this is amazing. You can you can ditch the right. Mic I'm going to ditch the neck thing because sharks. It's not great. Um, it needs another iteration. It needs another. It needs some inventing to go on. Um, yeah, ditch the, the mic patented. neck. Step on into the zone. Sorry. Yeah, we're just on the mic. We're like two stand-ups now sitting down. But what's yeah. up, everybody? So when I was doing a lot of sets, actually, uh, I came up in uh, Chicago. There was tons of sets there. Nice, nice. Yeah. So do you know uh, Polly Pamani? Yeah. Oh, classic. Yeah. Oh man, he With, was yeah. so cool. Remember his pizza chunk? He oh, did that my chunk God. on pizza. Was it? Was it two chunks? He was like, like I'll stuff your crust. Oh uh, yeah. And the funny thing is, he got he sued was, by Domino's, even though he had the idea first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he hated women, and he's dead now. Yeah, so he's dead. That's, uh, but his, I think his spirit lives on though through a lot of the female comics I know. There's still scared of his ghost. Yeah, they're 
the female comics are scared of his ghost. They think uh-huh. he's very problematic, and they're they they run. They're out of there. Halloween's going to be interesting this year. Yeah, because Paulie's this his first death after he loved Halloween because he could dress up as you know uh, uh, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> yeah, he liked to be sexy Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Leonard Skinner for Halloween. Uh, I'm Leonard Skinner. He just uh, yeah he he wore just it's a clan outfit at a certain point. Yeah, that's that that's them. But back to Africa. Back to Africa. We're in the Mebs. We we got out of Africa. We need to go back. Um, we booked the uh, stuff to go to stay at this place. It was like right in the park proper. Actually, I think it was technically. Pro- I don't know if it was in the park proper, or adjacent to the park. We 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 took this was a this was a propeller plane yeah. trip. We took a propeller plane to Namibia, and just I I just need to tell this story real quick. Right. When we were just before we got to the the safari stuff. We, uh, me and this other actor, Mike, were in a car. We were kind of like leaving Johannesburg as a full production. Oh, I forgot about this. Yeah. This is a great story. We were leaving Johannesburg as a full production. Everybody. In uh, a line of kind of uh, SUVs. This is the morning to go and to fly to Namibia, right? We were flying to Namibia. We were on right. our way to the airport. So it was like everybody's leaving at six. It's and probably like a total of 25, 30 of us, but yeah. like about five or six different van right. cars. Like yeah. a caravan of, of, uh, right. of uh, G Wagons and Toyotas. Mm-hmm. And so we're driving to the airport, and all of a sudden, like a guy starts speeding next to us and speeds about 100 yards ahead of us and turns. Uh, perpendicular to the to the highway, and in order to stop our car because he's carjacking us, <laughs> <laughs> and we're slowly kind of like coming on this realization. Oh, oh no, we're in Johannesburg. Well, you guys had a driver. Being that? we had a driver. Right. Yeah, we all had You're like in the we all had drivers, mm-hmm. and so this driver um, sees this happening and just starts laughing like this. He starts going, ha 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 ha, and then he like maneuvers the steering wheel. We're like, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. What's going on? What's going on, sir? What's going on? He goes, someone is playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, the game of robbing us. Yes. The game is robbing us. And then he gets around this guy like very skillfully. He's clearly done this a million times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank God we didn't get carjacked. It would have been. And he was like, it's no problem. He made it seem very safe to get carjacked. But also a lot of people kind of dismiss things when you're there oh, and yeah. they're like, oh, that was nothing because they don't want to like bug tourists or whatever. I think they kind of have to. If you live there, you can't get encumbered by that bullshit. Otherwise, you would just start to crack and fall apart and be... You have to laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's hardcore. There's a lot of crime there. There's a lot of crime. Oh, my yeah. God. Big time crime. Yeah, you saw the crime and you saw the kind of yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. I, I, it's a, it's a country that's messed up in a way that it's is kind of like I, I would need to research it to say anything educated about it. Like, right. but it's fucked up. Period. Like, it's definitely. I think anyone would admit it's really fucked it's up. It's heavy. There. It's definitely it's uh, heavy stuff. It's heavy. It's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of intermingling. There's a lot of different people there. Yeah. And everyone lays claim to it. And there's also a lot of different languages. And there's so much money to be it's made got there like from the or f- It's got like 14, 14 or 15 official languages. Official languages. Yeah, yeah. Is, that's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. What I used to say is it's the only place I've ever been to in my life where uh, you, no one knows you're a tourist. Every, right. You see, unless you tell them, they don't know you're a tourist because they just think you're just someone who lives there. The only, the only way they know you're a tourist is if you act like a tourist. If you look like looking around and you're doing something stupid, like well, no, oh, no, going up to talk yeah. to somebody who you shouldn't talk to, or also paying attention to people who are trying to rip you off or rob you. Right. If you live there, you know, like this person's full of shit. They're trying to rob us, but. They won't do anything as long as we don't slow down to talk to them. Be like, oh, really? Okay. Tell me more. Yeah, that's like... You got to keep walking. Just that's like New York. Like, you just have to keep walking. It's very much New York, yeah. Somebody, I got... Yeah, some guy did this thing in New York that would... This happened to me multiple times where I would... A, a guy would purposely bump into me, and I would kind of see it oh, happening the whole time. He'd purposely bump into me and drop his pre-broken glasses and then pick up the glasses and go hey man you owe me money and i'd be like goodbye i'm not gonna this is not gonna be an easy thing for you and all you have to do is show people that you know and then they kind of yeah go okay well who's gonna believe me and you know um, but you don't give a fuck yeah exactly um so you i think you went out in johannesburg and i mean anyone like an hour and a half yeah you went out to a record but store, i had right? to go with the with the driver and one of the other drivers they went with me the, the chaperone and a driver 
Right. He went with me. Right. To take me to just like a little shopping area. And it's also a very nice area. There are super nice parts of Joburg. Right. There's, there's tons of great that's, spots. That's the thing. Like, I, we had such an yeah. incredibly limited experience there. For sure. But we met the most racist person that I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Yeah, I think and that was I the think most openly racist for sure. The, the most, most openly, openly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The most open, openly racist person. And I say this, well, I know nothing about Africa. This was just the one experience of one person. I know it's infinitely complicated there. But man, this guy, I just, he, he was, we, we went to Skakuza Airport. This is on our way to the park. On our way to the, 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 the safari park. From Joburg, we flew back to Johannesburg after we were in Namibia. And then we had to, you have to fly... To, to Kruger Park, which is about technically like a nine-hour drive from Johannesburg, but it's only like about an hour flight. Yeah. So we land in Skakuza, which is inside the park, and then we have it get picked up by the by the driver from the the place the the hotel, I guess you could call it, that we're staying at. Right. And that guy drives us to the hotel, which is deep in the park. It's about a two-hour drive. Two hours into the national park, you're passing elephants, giraffes, wild dogs, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And, beast. and we saw a lion from yeah. very far away. So you're passing nature that you've never seen. I've never seen a giraffe out of the zoo. Any like this stuff. It, my mind is being completely blown. Mm-hmm. Our minds. Baby baboon scampering. Yeah. Oh, just crazy shit. Right wild, away. Right the, away. Right saw, away. Immediate. saw the wild dogs. Yeah. This right outside the airport, we saw those African wild dogs, which is one of the most rare animals Sighting. in existence right now. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. That we yeah, saw that. these striped brown and black uh. wild dogs are so cool looking. And so we're just like, tell us about these wild dogs. And this guy's like, I think he started by saying like, so, um, are you pro-Trump? Or he said that? Anti-Trump. He said that one. He said, what do you think of Trump? Are you Democrats or are you... Uh, Republicans. Oh God! And we were like, oh well, I, mean, I don't think I don't think we're necessarily either, but um, you know, uh, you know, Trump is, you know, said whatever we feel about Trump, and he was just like, oh, we love him here, we love him, you know, because of all the good things he did to oh, the Chinese what, with what the Chinese. Was, um, <laughs> I was like, that's what they tell you. I think he said something like, uh, well, with Trump, it is it's true. I've heard he is quite an asshole, or whatever. But you, is it true that you have to say that he? Just done very good for your country. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, no. Here he goes. Yeah, here he goes. And he was like, what he did with China was unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what are they telling you? He yeah. did nothing. He Things were done to him and on his, you know, w- <laughs> like on his behalf. Like, he didn't do anything. He sat there and made money for himself and found yeah. ways to, uh, you know, inject himself into the process in a horrible way and bring our country down to the level. Anyway. Um, I think the thing with those guys a lot of times is they feel that Trump to them is like the best version of an African dictator. Right. Because he's for white people. Well, everyone there is also terrible. Every politician in South Africa is absolutely, totally corrupt. And so you pick the ones that are the ones that are like the ones who are less corrupt. Right. They're all fucking so terrible. They're so bad. All the modern ones are so bad. That they're just like trying to have anything they can hold on to. It's not corrupt. And I think a lot of these guys, I think I told you about this when I was there last time. Some guy just congratulated me. He's like, I want to shake your hand just for being America. You must be so happy to have Trump. Um, And I just, you know, I just said, uh, this is a black guy too. Yeah. He was just very into Trump, very much into Trump. I yeah, think there must thing, be some like, some weird I'll say whatever the fuck I want kind of thing. I mean, that's the appeal of Trump here, too. It's yeah. just like he, that's his international appeal, too. And of course, he's appealing to um, like apartheid South Africa. But he also <laughs> seems like a corruption buster to them. To right. them, he seems like the guy who was taking on these big corrupt people who have like that. I mean, it's the same here, right? It's the same in America. They were probably just like, yeah, you had that black guy in there for a while. And thank God uh, yes. the, the white guy came in to clean it up because right? that's what's happening with us with Mugabe and oh, this. Oh, and then we were like, I was like, what? So this guy's pining for the days of Rhodesia. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm like, so what? Where are you from? And he goes, well, I'm from Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And he goes, he's like, yeah, Zimbabwe. Uh, well, you know, it used to be called Rhodesia. And back we, when the Portuguese owned it, back when the Portuguese owned it, and it was about a hundred thousand white people to about six million black people, but everyone was happy. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, it was run by white people, and that's you know, it was run well, and that's period. And then they gave, and then he goes, 
and then they gave it to Mugabe, and it all went to shit. <laughs> they breed like rats. And then he Did got into that? the dark. Yeah, he oh, goes, God. they breed like rats. You know, oh, they'll have nine, ten kids. It's just their culture. And I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. He kept going. He kept he saying, say I'm not racist. I checked out a little bit because I was just trying to be. Oh, well, both of us checked well, out. Cause when he said the thing about. Um, we were both going, please just talk about animals. Yeah. <laughs> When he said back to politics after seeing all yeah, these... Back like, to politics. <clears throat> that yeah. was the worst. And then he said the thing about about Mandela being a terrorist. Yeah. And I think I've, <laughs> I've never heard that in my entire life. Right. Never in my life have I heard... I mean, as a little kid, you grow up like, oh my God, this guy, Ness Mandela, like, what a cool guy. He's, yeah. He wrote a book, multiple books. He lived in prison and he got out of prison. All He did all this crazy stuff. Yeah, and our, as our as hotel room in Johannesburg was filled with pictures of Mandela. Yeah, like, I mean, he's, yeah. A, he's obviously a, a, a hero. And to hear someone say he's a terrorist, I've never heard I've never heard that, that point of view. Like, wow, that exists? Yeah, I know. I didn't I know that exists. I was amazed that that was a thing that but exists. But if, if you are like a colonial racist white person, Mandela is a uh, terrorist because people probably did things on his back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he took, pow- he took power I mean, away who from... Knows? I think also... It's infinitely complex. Again, like, that's why I wanted to say it's infinitely complex. I don't understand what's going on exactly there. They have... And, and I also wouldn't say it's more racist there. I think racism is bad, period. I wouldn't say kind. it's more racist there, but maybe it might be. Well, it's, <laughs> like, it's more... Uh, as bad as it is in the United States, I was like... Oh my God! It's more upfront. It's more. It's uh, more out in the open. Yeah, they talk about it more. Yeah, it's like a. It's it's also a more recent wound. Much right. Much more recent. I think that's got to be a part of it. Also, that guy. It's much more recent. You're, that guy, you're right. that white, that driver, who's a white guy, and he's from Zimbabwe. He's probably like in his late fifties, I guess. Yeah. Or he might, might be in his late thirties for all the fucking stress. Sun he and yeah. stress. Yeah. But that guy probably has seen some terrible stuff. I right. bet there's just some absolutely just hideous. I've heard stories from people who were very seemingly very normal, well-adjusted people who worked on some of the on the other movie film set. Right. Just about stuff they saw in terms of like the the nature the 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 nature of crime there is so much more extreme than we like. We think of you walking on somebody who's robbing your house and you have to scare them away and they run away, you would be going to therapy for, for months because right. you'd be like, oh my God, I'm so scared to sleep. There's people I've talked to who are very, very friendly, nice people who watch someone's head explode as they were because their dad shot their person's, the robber's head up with a shotgun because if he didn't, they would be killed all because right. they have a TV because of that. The mar- you know what I mean? It's an extreme, very violent yeah. form of uh, robbery there. Yeah, again, we're we're from the United States. We're, we're soft. We're so soft. We're, we're so, so soft here. In terms of that So stuff. sheltered, but yeah. oh my God. And just like, yeah, and, and it's just a really fucked up, corrupt, yeah. colo- co- like the colon- the colonialization is fucked up. Yeah. And then, yeah, man, it's 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 rough, dude. That's why it's, like a guy like that, like I've heard guys like that before, but I didn't realize. <laughs> I have never heard guys like that. I mean, that. that was the most extreme version of it. And yeah. I've heard... Because I had a remember, there's other driver years ago who would talk about stuff, but it was different. It was more about uh, Cape Town specifically and how it's changed. It was the English in the English hands. It was in the Dutch hands. It went back to the English and all this stuff like that. And how I've also heard people oh, all kinds of stuff. But that guy was very much the way he talked was so he was so uh, emotionless like this, just yeah. saying things. Back I'm not to racist. I'm not racist. I got friends the who are black. F- the fact is, uh, Mandela was actually a terrorist. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Like he was teaching us about animals, the same way he was teaching us about politics. Like, yeah. Because I, you know, he look- seemed like he was grinding an axe. Yeah. He was. He had something to grind. He wanted Americans to know this is. Uh, he 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 wanted the to truth. He wanted to present a version of Africa that was very dispassionately. Mm. Um, you know, he's these are the stark these are stock facts. You know, it's they try and pave over it, but here's the fucking deal, man. It's fucked white people, and I'm like, well, you know, I and both of us had the instinct that we talked about it afterwards, but didn't I just didn't want to engage with this guy. He was so disgusting to me. Uh, but both of us had the instinct to double down and say even more fucked up that's things. What we sh- cause that, like, that's what we should have done. But then it would have taken away from like that was that's the problem. It would have become like. You and I doing an improv exercise with a would have been shooting with a psycho. Bo- yeah, uh, would have been us doing Borat. 
Yeah. While we're trying, but to we can't leave for the first time. But if you leave, you're in a jungle. You're in a savanna. Yeah. Full of danger. You're in shark infested water. And we had to get to that place. Waters. Once we got out of that car, I felt so like, oh, thank God. Yeah. It was really. He was really. He wanted to like the feeling was like, oh no, we're talking about this again. Yeah. And he wanted to make a point. So I was disgusted. I mean, I, I besides the fact that it's all fucked up and. You know, he's seen bad things. I was like, you're trying to, you're, you got a hard on for, you're trying to, you're, you're, you got an axe to grind. And yeah. You're, you're, you, you know, we're American and you want us to know how racist things can be or something like, and then like, but even everyone I encountered from, I, man, I, and, and again, I, I don't want to be, you know, rude to people or like discount anyone's experience as a Too South late. African good person, but it was just amazing that, and it's the wound is, you're right, the wound is so recent. Mm-hmm. If it was like, 1950s here segregation was just overturned it would but be even really then that was just a that was not even the, nearly the same as yeah as they had it like they had like no 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 crazy shit it's crazy yeah apartheid they had apartheid it's right little, we we only have like jim crow was kind of like apartheid soft Jim Crow was like, yeah, we're not building other towns and mm-hmm. putting up giant brick walls, which you can still see, which are still there. Yeah. And the townships and like making it District 9. Like, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's a different kind of deal. But like even the hipsters on set were like, we're like, you know, you know, uh, it's guys? a race. It's a racist country. And like that was the third thing they said. They were like, you know, yeah. it's a lot of racism here. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like. You know, you're bringing this up. Let's talk about it, of course. You know, and like, yeah, it's there's a lot of racism in the United States, and you know, and he like one of them was like, you know, Trevor Noah. They a lot of them talked about Trevor Noah, and they were like, he's colored, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, that's shocking to me. We don't say the word colored in America, but they're like mixed people there are called colored. And you you have to understand, you know, and like I've got colored friends, I've got black friends, and it's all good. And I was like, oh, this is like the cosmopolitan version of a hipster who works on a movie set going, it's all good, man. Trevor Noah, literally. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh man, this is just it's all Chinatown, for lack of a better thing. This it's oh, just it's, it's rough Jake. stuff, man. It's Chinatown, Jake. <laughs> um, again, like now, I, f- I even feel bad. Like these people are like. Very nice people, you know. It's just like, and yeah, every place is fucked up. So I don't, ex- I don't want to say it's, it's more racist. Though. It's but a quite, it's an experience. It was, it was something we got to, we got crazy. to um, hear it, and it's like a thing where I think it's good to hear that stuff because you know what I mean. It's like a thing where you are experiencing this thing. It's not affecting you. We're not. It's not. It's not punching through and changing our minds about stuff. It's actually probably the opposite. It's making us better people because you hear this person who. I always think well, it's any- the wonders of travel. Yeah. yeah, anybody you meet who's got that sort of thing, you know that they're just they're just fucked up and they've got like a problem and they think it's this. They think it's these other people, but right. obviously there's all these deep seated things and they're too old for therapy. All these things that are going. Well, the on guy, with them. The, the first guy. Yeah, I mean, the first yeah, guy. The definitely. first guy definitely is someone who. Well, that's how you're going to stay unless something crazy happens to you. But you're that's who you are. Yeah. You're a, you're a computer that. Um, that's why I always thought years ago was that people, old people who are super racist, it's a computer where if you have an old enough computer, you can't update the software just because the software is so, it's changed so much, it won't even run that software. Right. Unless right. you're constantly updating your computer, your hardware, you can't, you can't like update the software sometimes. And so you just have to wait to die because that computer just can't, it can't be fixed yeah so unless you do some crazy shit to it so uh, any old listeners just so you know johnny pemberton's waiting for you to die if you're old listeners if you're, if you're stuck in up. your way if you're stuck in your if you won't go to the apple store and take a class <laughs> you're just gonna be stuck in your ways being grumbling about all kinds of you're stuff you're a 2e you're an apple 2e we yeah. need you to get an iphone baby get an iphone go to the apple store they open early you go there and you can take the class i think yeah. i might do that just for fun take an iphone class like oh, early wow. in the morning at the apple store i've wanted to take what what class there there was a garage band class i i once wanted oh, to really? take and then i just figured out garage band yeah. through youtube you can figure out garage band pretty it's pretty easy. easy it's pretty easy but for a while it wasn't that's easy that's the idea uh, 5 years ago or something when i was trying to do it you just google it you Google it, baby, and then there's a nerd who's like, eh, 
I figured it all out. It's always a guy with a, a guy like in Serbia or something like that for some reason. All those tutorials are guys okay, in guys. Eastern Europe. Okay, guys, it's time to make figure out how to uh, reverse like, a loop. Like and subscribe. Okay, so what you do here is you <laughs> highlight this region, okay? You highlight this region and you go back. It's like Fiverr. <laughs> Fiverr. It's yeah, all Fiverr's like Serbian so dudes. Like, okay. The dollar is so strong. Tech support. That's the thing. That was the other thing. The dollar in South Africa was so... The, the American dollar is like, you're like, oh my God. Everywhere right now, too. Everywhere really? in the world. It's yeah. gotten even more since we even left. Wow. Time, now, if you want to travel, now's the time. Now's the time, guys. Get out there and travel because the American yeah. dollar, well, it's never been stronger. But once we got to Hoya Hoya Lodge, which was great. Yes. Once we left the man who shall not be named in the car. Yeah. And I tipped him because I... Mr. You know, Zimbabwe. Mr. Zimbabwe. Then it was like... Outstanding. And then it was amazing. The Hoya Hoya Lodge was mm -hmm. incredible. We stayed in these like hut rooms. They call them beehives. Uh, yeah. Beehive design. Yeah. Uh, Man, it's so pretty. It was like the most elegant looking thing I've seen in a long time in terms of just the the, sh the architecture of it. It was like those thatched. It does look like a little beehive, like a thatched beehive that a person could fit into. Right. Thatched, like a yurt. Thatched kind of. roof. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was like having our own yurt with a big bed. That's big great. bed. Bathroom, outdoor shower, big ass fucking doors. You can look out onto the, you know, where the animals could just come in and just kick the shit out of you and destroy yeah. you. And you kill can't you. rip your flesh apart. We, we can't. You can't walk back at night. There's no phones. If you're at the if you're at the lodge mm -hmm. part, you can't walk back to your room at night be, uh, alone. You have to walk with a guide with a gun because they're scared that uh, there might be a leopard on the prowl. Yes, that to me was so. I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy that we are. I know that they d they probably turn it up a little bit just for effect, but still, it is an open area. There's no fence. Yeah. So any animal can get in there, and if it wants to cause a thing, cause Like a hide in your outdoor shower. Yeah. Like, and fucking, you know, rip you rip you apart. Just tear you limb from limb. Yeah. Um, so... So basically, on yeah. So you like wake up in the morning at five a.m. Yeah. You, you meet up at five a.m. and then you and go. The, the you dusk. get in a truck with everyone who lives at the Hoyo Hoyo Lodge. There were only like five people there. Yeah, the first day was us and this other couple, right? Yeah. And they were. It was their last day, their last drive. They called it a, a game drive. A game drive, yes. And then it was uh, with that Russian guy. There was a Russian guy. Who was in? I was like, "What do you do?" He's and such, such a cool guy. What a cool he was, story. He was nice, right? Yeah, he, he was, was great. He was, I really like talking to that cool guy. He was a cool dude. Um, he he did something where I was like, "Oh boy!" Uh, but he did like some kind of carbon credit thing yeah. for ag companies, mm -hmm. which is may may or may not be a way for corporate corporations to avoid actually helping the environment, or it may be a way for them. Who who knows? The but the world it. is big and yeah. weird. Um, but uh, the way he painted it was very positive, and I I totally believed him in the moment. Um, but uh, he was very nice and interesting. Yeah, he was just kind of like uh, it was interesting to talk about him the war in Russia. Oh yeah, because he was like he was like He's yeah so mad about it. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, terrible. He was like. A cosmopolitan guy who drove a Tesla in Moscow. I didn't know that. Okay. He was like, yeah, I got a Tesla. I'll just check it out or whatever. And I was like, but the grid's too small, so I got another car or whatever. I was like, okay, you're like, you know, a hip, good-looking, like, Moscow dude who travels internationally. Mm -hmm. This is the version of a Russian dude. And he was there for work, too. He was in South Africa for... But he was, he was in... Johannesburg and stopped in Kruger Park for work. Yeah, he right. was working in Johannesburg, but he was like, "You think I want to be working in Johannesburg?" He was like, "He was like because of this war." I I usually work. He's like, "I'm in New York. I'm in D.C., right. Paris, London, and now that we've invaded Ukraine, that's why I'm, you know, reinventing our connections in Johannesburg, and Turkey, and all these other places." Yeah. He was like, "No, he ruined our. He ruined my life. Like Putin has." ruined like when will when will a europe trust us again when will anyone in the world ever trust us again mm -hmm. we're done i was like wow isolated interesting perspective yeah That's, that was really interesting to hear that cause yeah he, he it was so he was like you think i want to be in johannesburg right mm -hmm. now <laughs> oh, no i want to be in paris like talking to fucking you know like big right. real corporations for, yeah not, i don't want to fucking be here i was like wow yeah, Putin really, he was like, yeah, we really fucked up. He was like really embarrassed on his country's behalf, mm -hmm. I would say. That's what's like, interesting, too, is how people, like, I forget that 
everyone judges if you're American abroad, everyone judges you by what your country's doing, even though they yeah. they forget to think. Maybe that person does not agree with their country, or maybe they'll agree with like a ten percent of it or twenty percent, or maybe they don't. Maybe they're not even aware. Right. They don't even care. They're just yeah. It's where I was born. It's where I live. But you know that's that's not me. That's just a place. Yeah. But we always describe that. And they're being fed propaganda about Constantly. Your, your country. Yeah. Like that guy was like, look at what Trump did with China. I was like, what, what is what the is news it? they're releasing? Yeah. What is happening? Well, everything, even here, too, it's the same thing where now I feel like you can't really, everything I read, I read the other side, too, because I know yeah. it's all just clicks. It's all total clicks. Yeah. It, nothing's that bad. Mm-hmm. If you lead, if, if you read any uh, clickbait headline you you'll go crazy because you think that extreme things are happening and they're not and definitely not nothing extreme is almost ever happening unless you hear someone yelling about it in person yeah i mean the one extreme thing that is happening is putin is invading europe <laughs> yeah mean, it's that's pretty extreme and yeah it's just interesting to hear this guy like yeah, now I have to completely re, re, rejigger my business. I am. We had lunch with him and know. dinner with him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we had. They set it up for you. That's the thing about these these uh, things is everything's inclusive because it has to be because there's no place to go. So you have yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner there, and it's all paid for. It's all part of it. And so we got to sit with him and have. And then there was a New Zealand couple. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah was, and we got to. Yeah. That was cool. That was a cool aspect of it was meeting these people. Otherwise, you'd never meet them. But you, got, you had to spend time with them, and it was like yeah. fun just to be around people you would never see again. And yeah. The only thing you share is that you both took all this time to come to this far-flung, far, far-flung part of the planet to see these animals you can only see there. So it's like that cool thing where that's the only intersection you have, only commonality yeah. you have. Yeah, really cool. And then these New Zealand people were like, yeah, we're on... We both quit our jobs and we're just vacationing for two months because we live in an enlightened society. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that doesn't happen in America. People don't quit their jobs and travel for two months. Like people like quit their jobs and they're fucked or yeah. whatever. You know, like it was like two different seeing two different ends of like what society can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, and then the and then you'd have you you'd get up early. You do two safaris uh, a day. And uh, that was just being f- driven around by a guide. Right. We drove like, Jeep. what, 5.30 a.m. to about, what, 9, maybe? Five. Yeah. Like, we'd have a little five, breakfast five. out on the a little brekkie a out little on the brekkie. road there. Some coffee. And some uh, maybe some biltong and some nuts. Yeah. Then we'd and go back and have a proper breakfast back at the lodge. Yeah. And then you have, like, a big breakfast and take a nap and then do another one. Um, and the first, I, I, I'm convinced the first uh, guide that we had was like a genius. The he guy, was pretty great. The guy, he was not a, he was a man of few words. Yes, uh, very stern. But he was, he was very stern. But mm-hmm. man, he would just like, he wouldn't like say anything. But like when we were driving at night, and he went and found the chameleon. That was crazy. On the bush, he yeah. found this chameleon Middle at the night. night. Like I was like, how the fuck? Did, it's just from living there and being yeah. there, obviously. But he found this giant to me very large chameleon and was like we were all checking it out and it was like resting on his on this branch and he found it and then just like put it back in such a slick way i was like this guy's a freaking genius (laughs) it was great and it was really cool and then we got another guy there that was a little too nice a little Uh, little bit pandering i would say he was pandering in, in a way that he he came up to me the first morning and he goes Buffalo soldier. Oh my! I and didn't like, know that. Goes up to me, goes Buffalo soldier, and I ha- and I, he was waiting for me to say dreadlock Rasta. Oh, I thought you mean in the heart <laughs> of Africa. And I was like in the heart mm. of America or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. And and he was like, ha ha, that's right, you get it. And I was like, oh no, you're the guy that's like trying to get me to sing Bob Marley and like being yeah. nice. And he just wasn't as good. Yeah. I was like, what I want is a hardcore animal expert who is. A genius of tracking things, which was the first guy. And then the second guy was like, okay, I'm going to be really nice and fun. Do you guys like beer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How about some beer? He said all the right things, but he was not good. And then and we then went, we went, we went to next week for part two.